0: Welcome to the Peace Podcast. When life gets tough, peace seems obsolete, replaced by stress, but peace can be found. Be encouraged to identify the peace in chaos, stretch your calming muscles, and settle into the stillness. Let's find your peace, whatever that looks like for you. Welcome to episode two of the Peace Podcast. Just give me forgiveness, whatever that looks like. So, hey guys, thanks for joining me again. I appreciate you coming back for episode two. Today's episode is centered around forgiveness, and forgiveness has many different facets so we're going to be talking about a couple of those when we think about forgiveness we think about apologies and accepting apologies and understanding wrongdoings and all of those are definitely parts of forgiveness Um, but when we're talking about giving ourselves forgiveness and accepting forgiveness in our life we have to first identify what it actually looks like before we can even expect it or accept it from other people. So, forgiveness is not just pretending like something didn't exist or happen. Forgiveness is setting a clear expectation for what you deem to be forgiven. So, When someone is forgiven, you might feel like, well, they expect the slate to be wiped clean. That isn't always true. The thing that requires forgiveness still exists, but the consequences or the ramifications of that thing that you are producing are no longer there. So if you forgive someone for something that they've done, it doesn't mean that you forget that they've done it to you. It also doesn't mean that you don't change your interactions with them, but it means that you're not holding them to the flame anymore for their wrongdoing. Same thing is true when you forgive yourself for something. So you may still think about it. You may still wonder why you did whatever that thing is, but you're not quite holding yourself to the same um consequences as you may have in the past you may have beat yourself up about it you may have replayed it in your brain a million times you're not doing that anymore because you've forgiven yourself you've understood that it was something that you did or have done and you don't plan on doing it again so you're going to learn from it and move forward so there are three forgiveness phases that we're going to be talking about today to help us get to the point of forgiveness now my one thing that i um, fester over and pops up to my brain quite often when I think about forgiveness is, um, the thing that people tend to judge me the most for. So having three kids by three different people is something that, um, is frowned upon in most circles. So when I tell people that I have different dads for my kids, um, a lot of times that has been shame producing for me because of course I haven't hadn't, I should say, forgiven myself for that thing. And so I had sat around thinking, look at you, this is what you are, this is who you are, and this is what you've done to yourself, um, and basically beat myself up about it. Until one day I decided, girl, come on now. There's a ton of other things that you could have done with your life that would be far worse than this. And well, you've turned it around. So you still have so many things that are blessings and so many actions that you've taken um that make your life amazing. So don't let these things that you're being judged for become the things that you base who you are off of. And don't let them be the things you beat yourself up over. So yeah, I would have loved to create the traditional family life for my kids. And when I say traditional, I mean getting married and having kids with that person, my three children with the same person. Um, But Life doesn't always happen that way, and well, let's face it, sometimes you make the same mistakes over and over again because you um, haven't quite learned the lesson yet, and um, I love my children. None of them are mistakes. They are 100% um, essential to the life that I'm living today, but if I look back on it, I do wish Obviously, that things could have been a little bit different for them and me. However, I have forgiven myself for the way that I could have lived out my life because I also see the glory in the things that have happened to me because there's so many blessings behind the things that I've done and the decisions that I've made in my past. So let's talk about the three facets of forgiveness that we really need to focus on to actually have forgiveness in our lives. Now remember, the things that I talk about aren't universal, so everything isn't the same for everyone. These are just what I've found stumbling along my way that have helped me with forgiveness. So the first one is, stop expecting you from other people. So oftentimes I've gotten myself into quite a tizzy thinking that, well, if that were me, I would have done this, or if... I would have asked me to do that thing. This is how I would have responded. And while that may be true, and while because I live in my own head, it may seem like the right way to respond to something. The reality is everyone is not me. Everyone does not have the same childhood circumstances that I had. Everyone didn't grow up like I did and everyone isn't an adult like I am. So therefore expecting myself from other people is setting myself up for disaster because the reality is people aren't going to react exactly like I do, but also expecting people to do so Is basically saying hey guess what here's an expectation for disappointment because well people don't react exactly like you would expect them to and they certainly aren't going to be a you in your life so the way that you get beyond that is to not eliminate expectations because you should quite frankly have expectations for different areas of your life but it is to create an array of expectations so that isn't just one clear cut way that somebody can be there for you or um, do that thing that you've asked them to do. So one of those expectations should not be the thing that you would do because not everybody is you. So when you ask something of someone, just know that that one right way that you have in your brain is 98% of the time the way that they are not going to do the thing. So develop an expectation, but have several different ways that that expectation can be met. Because let's face it, expectations are things that we desire, but the pathway to get to them really isn't 100% the most important thing. But when you expect you from other people, you're saying, hey, the only one true right way to do this is the way that I'm asking you to do it. And so if you don't do that way, do it that way, then I'm frustrated and upset with you and also have developed a a sense of disappointment when it comes to you but when you truly understand the way that life works and understand that not everybody's you you have developed an array of expectations so if they come close to the mark of those expectations then you can say okay awesome I'm not going to develop a sense of disappointment because this person tried and though they didn't do it the way that I would have done it they still were able to come close to the mark of what I've asked them to do. So expecting you from other people is just creating an opportunity for disappointment for yourself. But creating an array of expectations, I mixed all those words together right there, creating an array of expectations allows people to get to the goal without doing it 100% your way. How does that relate to forgiveness? Because when you expect you from other people, then you have a lot of hurt feelings, you have a lot of disappointment, and therefore you have a lot of opportunity to forgive a whole bunch of people. But when you create that array of expectation, then people don't always miss the mark as much as they would have before. And so therefore you don't have to go around with that feeling of disappointment Forgiving people for all the ways that they didn't show up as you in a situation because they shouldn't have to because they aren't you. The second way that we can um, deal with forgiveness in our lives is to get rid of the resentment. So a lot of times when people don't show up as you, though you have that expectation that they should, you feel resentful. And I can tell you that I have done this a million times. So there have been opportunities in my life where I've said, okay, um, this person should have shown up as me. And so there was mistake number one. But then when they didn't, I felt a sense of resentment toward them. Well, I'm not going to ask this person to do anything again because they didn't do it the right way and they didn't do what I wanted them to do. And so therefore I have to do everything on my own. And I'm resentful of this fact which of course, you know, you take out on everyone around you because resentment doesn't just bleed to the person that you have directed it to, but instead bleeds into all areas of your life. You develop that feeling of, well, if I want something done the right way, I have to do it myself. And that's not always true because well, there isn't one right way. And also you don't have to develop this the sense of, I have to just do it myself if you steer clear of resentment. So let's say that you gave somebody a Task that you would have wanted them to do for you. They agreed to that task You created an array of expectations and they completely missed the mark. They weren't even close The bullseye was on the right and they totally went left Well, you could develop a sense of resentment. Look at how this person showed up They didn't do anything They said that they were gonna do because we had a clear expectation and they completely missed a mark And i am never asked them to do anything again. I must do everything myself. Developing a sense of resentment just means that you're going to take on more responsibility yourself and therefore missing any kind of forgiveness. Also, when you place more on your own shoulders, you definitely have to give yourself more grace, which is another area where we miss the mark when it comes to forgiveness. So instead of doing the thing where we say, I knew it, I should have just done everything myself, another avenue would be to say, okay, this person made a mistake, which I've done million times. So I know that maybe I shouldn't ask that person for this thing again or I should have had a more detailed explanation of how I wanted this particular thing done, but that has nothing to do with me and so therefore I'm not going to develop a sense of resentment. I'm just going to know that next time I want the yard mode that I need to give my teenager a better explanation of how I want the yard mode or... I could just say, hmm, this person is not really good at mowing grass, so let me give them the other thing that I was going to do, and I'm going to go mow the grass. That is how you eliminate harboring that feeling of resentment. The feeling of resentment comes from not having that array of expectations, but when you develop that array of expectations and someone still misses the mark, it does make you feel like, oh my goodness, I just need to do everything myself. Trust me. I've been a single mother for um, years of my life and have not felt like I could lean on very many people. So I 100% understand the feeling of resentment, but let me tell you what happens once you develop that feeling of resentment. Oftentimes it doesn't go away, especially not for that particular person. So anytime you ask that person to do something, guess what happens? You automatically in your head are looking for all the things they're doing wrong Because you've already developed a sense of resentment for that person. So no matter what they do, you're going to have a negative feeling toward what they're doing because in your head, they're not going to do it right. They've already let you down before and you resent them for pretty much everything they've tried. The other thing that it does is when you decide not to ask them, especially if this is a spouse situation, when you decide not to ask them to do the thing, then you walk around huffing and puffing because you have to do everything because they miss the mark on doing the thing that you ask them to do, and so therefore, it festers inside of you. So, what can you do instead? Well, what you can do instead is say, okay, I know that this person isn't good at this thing, so I'm going to not ask them to do this particular thing, like I mentioned before. Or, also like I mentioned before, you could uh, discuss the expectations for whatever that thing is, so you have a clear idea of what they're willing to do and what you are asking them to do. The other thing you can do is to disconnect yourself from the product so for instance if i ask someone to clean the bathroom and i walk into the bathroom and the bathroom still looks like um, hell is erupting inside of it which is oftentimes what happens when you ask a 10 year old to clean the bathroom um i can say okay well this is not what i anticipated happening but here we are with this bathroom that is still not clean And instead of going in there with my gloves and all of my cleaning supplies and saying, oh my God, nobody in this house can do anything, right? I have to do everything. I could say, okay, maybe I need to have a talk about what happens when the bathroom's clean. I can tell you what I've done and I created a list of what the bathroom being clean actually looks like. I've also taken pictures of a clean bathroom, different parts of the bathroom, and then said, is this a mommy clean bathroom or is it a... You didn't feel like doing the rest, so it's a kid-clean bathroom. And oftentimes, it's a kid-clean bathroom, so then they redo it. So basically, what I'm saying is create a clear-cut product so that you don't feel resentment when the product doesn't equal what you envisioned it would. And that way, you can continue to show the clear-cut Cut product that you guys have agreed on so that instead of developing resentment, you are basically teaching somebody to do something until it's done 100% instead of walking around half-assing things and then expecting you to get resentment and then do the thing anyway. And here's a little side note. Oftentimes, if someone knows that you're a person who becomes resentful and they don't really feel like doing the thing, they'll do it improperly so that you will develop that sense of resentment and just do it yourself anyway because it gets them out of extra work just little tidbit I've learned across the way. And lastly, the third facet of forgi- forgiveness is that you have to give yourself grace for who you've been and who you are. Now I can attest to this with the thing that I talked to you about earlier, which is having my three children have three different dads. Um, but also there are so many times where I had an expectation for myself And I have held myself over the flame for not reaching that expectation. And I've continued to hold myself over the flame for years and years and years later. And because I have an inability to forgive myself, I also have that inability to forgive other people. So when other people make a mistake, I do the same thing to them that I've done to myself, thus causing this whole ball of resentment that bleeds over into all facets of my life because I expect perfection that i also expect for myself and well nobody can live up to that not even me so and i'm the one creating the expectations so learning to give yourself grace learning to understand why you've done the things in your past why you do the things that you do now learning the mistakes that you've made and the lessons that you've learned from them can only help you forgive yourself and also learn how to forgive other people because if you give yourself grace then you'll give other people that same type of grace. Thanks for joining me for episode two of the Peace Podcast with Carrie Nicole.